You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Episode 27, The Cost of Ego and a Game-Changing Question to check yours. Dale Dixon, your host with The Game Changers and New York Times bestselling author, Jason Jennings. On the line with us today, Jason, good day to you, sir. Uh, how are you, Dale? It's great to be with you again. Always. You know, I always, I, I always feel like uh, I, I had a great, great friend for many, many years. We're still friends, but separated by geography. And uh, Vince Thompson was uh, high up uh, in AOL. Well, AOL was very, very hot and uh, ended up with Facebook. I mean, he's kind of a multimillionaire, incredible guy. And uh, every Saturday, we would meet at Starbucks. And we're both so intense that neither one of us can drink coffee. So we would both get steam milks with a single uh, – non-fat milk, of course uh, – with a steam shot of vanilla. And because of kids and things, he would have exactly one hour. I would have one hour. And we would for one hour. And we would talk about anything and everything. And I always felt like I had to go home and take a nap afterwards. I, I was just so exhausted and spent. But I remember those conversations as being some of the, some of the greatest conversations I've ever had. And I feel the same way about these. I, I don't feel like I'm being interviewed. I, I feel like we're sharing a, a steamed nonfat milk with a single shot of vanilla at Starbucks. And it would, it's so cool for for a podcast audience just to be able to sit in and listen in on a conversation like that. So, and it, you don't have to be weird about it because it it would be weird if you were sitting at Starbucks trying to listen in on a conversation. But here it's perfectly normal, and we really appreciate it. So, oh, we do very cool analogy. And uh, when I saw this come through, all you do is you send me a few words and you talk about the cost of ego, and you say that there is this game changing question. So I admit, uh, like the rest of the audience, my curiosity is peaked. What is this question that we oh, need to check our ego with? No, 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 no. You have to wait for a few minutes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I want to talk about ego uh, for a few minutes. I'm not sure if you remember the television commercial. I think it was maybe a decade ago, 10 years ago. I don't think it was a lot longer. And uh, uh, it was a 30-second television commercial. And it opened up. Somebody was about to make their first sales call. Uh, then it quickly cut to somebody who was about to have a job interview. And then it quickly cut to somebody auditioning for a Broadway musical. They were all very, very nervous. And the ending line for this deodorant company was, never let them see you sweat. Mm. And, and, and so you know, I, I think about that a lot with leaders. As, as a leader, whether, whether you run a sales department or whether you run a small business or whether you're, uh, you're a, a leader in a, in a big company, uh, you can't let anybody see you sweat. Uh, they have to know, they have to have confidence in your ability to lead them someplace. That's, that's what leadership is all about. However, what, what very often happens is that need to be confident then becomes at some point in time a twisted sense of self or a sense of ego. And while I was doing the research for one of my books, I came across uh, a book that I fell in love with. It's called, and I love the clever play in words, not economics, it's called Egonomics uh, by David Markham and Stephen Smith, both of whom I've gotten to know in the ensuing years. And they had pulled literally thousands and thousands and thousands of people in thousands of companies. And here's the number that they came up with. 
53% of the business people who they interviewed said that the cost to their companies of ego by the leadership of the company cost somewhere between 6 and 20% in annual revenues. But it gets better. Another 21% said the cost of ego by the top leadership or the leadership in their organization, they believe cost about 20%. So even if you go on the long side, and say that it's only 6%. It's, it's, it's not the 6 to 20%, and it's, um, it, it's, it's just only 6%. Well, if you add that up, I mean, that is greater than the average annual net profit of all of the Fortune 100 companies. So there is this cost of ego. And along the way, I got to interview another neat guy by the name of Mel Hutt. And Mel is the CEO of Pella Windows. Pella is probably respected as the most innovative manufacturer of windows uh, in the United States or in North America. And every year, as we detail in the book, The Reinventors, they reinvent 500 manufacturing and engineering processes. They average like one and a half a day, more than 500 a year. And, and Mel Hot says that there are three things that you have to avoid so that ego does not get in your way. Uh, number one, he says, you got to get over this mistaken belief that you're the smartest person in the room. And I can't begin to tell you how many CEOs and business owners I encounter who have this need to be the smartest person in the room or think that they are the smartest person in the room. He said the second thing that you've got to get over or you're going to have a real problem is that the goal is to be perfect. He said, always remember, I mean, perfect is the enemy of good. And he said, the third thing that, that you just have to move away from and watch for all the time is that you come to believe that you are too busy for dumb questions. Because when people see you as being too busy for questions, all of a sudden they paint you uh, with another brush. Mm -hmm. So to avoid ego, uh, you got to get over this idea that you're the smartest person in the room. That the goal is to be perfect. It's not. The goal is to be really good consistently and that you always have time to ask questions. And I think – and now I'll give you the big question. The big question is this. Well, can I stop you really quick? Yes. Can I stop yes. you? So I want to go back because you, you used the word confidence. So – for those people who think, well, I'm self-confidence, but does that mean I've got an ego? So can we say that these three items you just gave us are really the def what defines an ego versus self-confidence? Or how do you tell the difference, bottom line, between self-confidence and ego? Well, uh, look, as, uh, as somebody who has um, led uh, a number of organizations in my life, I guess I probably always wanted – to appear confident. Otherwise, it's pretty hard to rally the troops. But when you come to believe that that confidence is deserved, I think that's when you start falling over the line into becoming an egocentric leader or egocentric individual. When you, when you really stop questioning yourself, when your way is the right way all the time, and you have all the answers all the time, then confidence, mustering up confidence, has become a misplaced ego, I believe. Mm, excellent. All right. So if you – Oh, in fact, 
In, in fact, let me tell you, there, there's, there's something else you can do. Uh, the U.S. Army, actually, a number of years ago, instituted a training program called, now, and this is for all military leaders in the U.S. Army, and the leadership development program is called this. This segment of the program is called this, Uncover Your Inner Jerk. <laughs> and it's a real program. And what they urge you to do is they urge you to talk to the people who are the closest to you, i.e. husbands, wives, children, close friends, family, and ask them about your ego. Am I an inner jerk? Does my ego ever get in the way of things turning out right? I mean, if it's good enough for the U.S. Army uh, to do uncover your inner jerk training, it's probably good enough for anybody else. Absolutely. So if you are the smartest person in the room, if your goal is to be perfect, and if you're too busy for the dumb questions, more likely you have an ego problem. So the question, Mr. Jennings. Yeah. The question that you need to ask yourself um, every single day is this. Am I doing what I'm doing for my short-term self-interests or my need to be the center of attention? Or am I doing what I'm doing in the long-term interests of the organization? The question is that simple, but it's certainly worthy to pause and consider every day. Am I making decisions? Am I doing things that will serve my short-term self-interest or my need to be the center of attention or my need to be the winner, or am I doing this for the long-term interests of the organization? It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. so I have to tell you, the, the image that comes to mind immediately, uh, there was a, a CEO in a large western city who went and created an entire advertising campaign with his face on the side of buses. Yes. Okay. It didn't take long for him to be shown the door. That was very right. short term, <laughs> a very short term, short term thinking uh, decision. And uh, but, but 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 now think about probably. I mean, what what was his twisted thought process all about? Oh, there was a cute little tagline, and uh, I'm sure it was justified in his head. Uh, of course, they yes. can somehow always manage to justify them in their head. I mean, there's a television commercial on right now. I'm I'm going too far for this. Uh, but there's a television commercial on right now. It's horrible. It's for a company that fixes your brakes. And there's this little kid that comes on the screen, and he says, this company's so good at fixing brakes, they deserve a break dance. And disco balls come down, and this little kid starts doing a break dance. It's not particularly good. And I'm looking at the commercial and I'm going, I bet this kid is the son of the CEO. <laughs> so, but that question, I mean, it is, it's one of those, uh, you know, you, you give us these questions on a regular basis. And uh, the first one that comes to mind immediately is what's the good business case for this? And, you know, today it's am I doing this for my short term self interest or is it for the long term best interest of the company? That is a defining, game changing question for the well, I mean, of course it is. And we all need, uh, I'm, I'm now at work on another book. And I have something I do every morning. 
I sit and have a short conversation with me, with myself, about why I'm writing this book. I mean, am I writing this book because I want to have another best-selling book? Am I writing this book because I want to be well-known? Am I writing this book to book more speeches? I, I consciously talk to myself about those things. I got to make sure that my head's in the right spot. I mean, I truly am writing a book to share knowledge and to improve the lives and the fortunes of people. And that's the position that you've got to be in, I mean, if you're going to write a book. Uh, but, but you mentioned that I'm always giving you these little questions to ask yourself, and, and I am, but, but they need to be asked. I, I'm, I'm reminded of the line, I, I never read a Zig Ziglar book. I never went to a Zig Ziglar rally, but I saw this one line attributed to him once where, where people said, you know, the problem with motivation, I mean, is, you know, it wears off after a very short period of time. And he said, well, so does taking a shower, which is why you've got to take a shower with some degree of frequency. And, you know, a question like this is not designed to be asked once. A, a question like this is almost a prayer. I mean, it's, 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 it's almost like uh, doing a daily meditation just to make sure that you ask yourself, am I doing this for the long-term interests of the organization or is there some other reason? And if there's some other reason, you're probably treading on this ego problem thing. It's a great question for us to to just uh, put in the back of our minds, to ask ourselves continually. Jason Jennings, uh, a great game-changing question for us to think about for the next week. And as you're, if you've got a question that comes to mind that you'd like to ask Jason, we would love to hear from you. You can uh, just open up your email and uh, create a new message, and in that Two line, write it out. Questions at jason-jennings.com. Put something in the subject line. Keep that question short to the point. We would love to hear from you. Or you can go to the website, jason-jennings.com. Click on the podcast page and leave us your question there. Also, we'd love to hear from you at iTunes. You write a review. Give us that five-star rating. We'd be most grateful. As you do that, the reason we keep asking for it is because as iTunes gathers more input from listeners, more reviews and more ratings. It makes that podcast available to more people, pushes it higher up on the rankings so more people have access to this great content because truly uh, when we've asked the question, and I'm sure Jason has asked the question why he's doing this, it's the long term to help. Would you repeat what you said? It's to help build the fortunes, help improve and build the fortunes of people. Well, you know, this will give you another glimpse of myself as, as we wrap up this episode. I, I'm asked the question very often uh, with people on airplanes and people at speeches. Uh, they, they've heard me speak and they say, now, why do you do what you do? I mean, they, they want to know why I do what I do. I think because I work pretty hard and I have no problem telling them why I do what I do. Dale, I truly believe uh, and I don't mean to reveal any politics here. But I truly believe that the only freedom that any of us will ever have is economic freedom. When you have economic freedom, you can live where you want, live in the home that you want, send your kids to school where you want, wear the clothes that you want, get medical treatment where you want, eat the groceries that you want, travel where you want when you have economic freedom. Uh, because any freedom that any government around the world will give you, they, they can easily take away as well. And so why I do what I do, it's the thrill uh, of helping people in some small way, I mean, achieve their full economic potential. That's the ultimate game changer. 
And with that, thank you so much, Jason Jennings. We will talk to you again next week when we talk about becoming a real solution provider. Have a great day. See you then. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.